Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time Tim for the Shea. Fan Morning Show with Bart Tim Winkler. Shea. Tim Shea. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. Hey, that's Tim Shea. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast hour to kick things off here on the fan. You got the breakfast baconator combo. Very tasty. You've got the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet with a kick of heat. Get those at Wendy's this morning. Make it a combo. Get the Frosty Chino. Get the side of Toby. My little potato wedge. I don't get to see him too often. He comes in here. You know, I I don't know how many. When's the last time I did a show with Toby? Like a show show. In August, there is one day. There's one day I did a show with him. Maybe two. Maybe two. But this summer, I think I've. This summer. I don't know. He's he's all over the place. He's, he's doing a great job. He's a man of many hats. He is, and he's sounding better every day. Big things coming for young Toby Altizer, I I believe. Wish I could say the same about you, Tim. Uh, I had a hell of a time with you. We went to the American Family Field uh, Funhouse yesterday because we were, we That's went to the game. What it was. Well, we had to train a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I showed Tim some of the ropes about. Basically, I just had to show him how to use a piece of equipment. That's it. It's pretty easy. And you did a fine job. Yeah, thank you. And you did, you're you a great learner. Thank you. Yeah. Until I text you and say, I'm having technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then that's somebody else's problem. I trained. Yep. And there's plenty of other people who know how to do what I showed you around here that can help you out. So never bother me again. I will not. But, Tim, you worked at the Brewers for, what, 15 years? Yeah. And Tim's role was being, you were, what was your official title? Broad, uh, manager of broadcasting and entertainment. Ah, so like all the on the field stuff? On the field stuff, all the promotions during the game, all the mm-hmm. mascots, all the uh, kids' interactive areas. Wow. Um, helping out with our broadcasting department, working with TV and radio. Man. So, yeah. So you used to run the place, basically. Uh, yeah. You still own the place? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say own, but I was around. People knew me. All right. So people knew Tim, and he worked here for 15 years, and then you left four and a half years ago? 
Yes, 2018. Okay, and then now Tim uh, was back, and you know there's some new faces and new places, but there's still a lot of people that see you and know you. Yep. And I got to tell you, I felt I felt a lot better seeing you in that environment. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, as I reflect upon the way that I've treated you this summer, <laughs> I, I you know sometimes I do think I'm a little too much of a of a D to you. But then I go down there, and oh my God, uh, what I say to you is mild compared to the some of the stuff. Some people, uh, I say. mean, people just look at Tim, and it's, it's just a punching bag down there. Hey, hey now, I mean, did anybody like you there? Uh, yes. Oh my God, <laughs> just destroy this guy. Eh. I'm better here. How did it feel? Uh, oh, a little like strange. Back? Yeah, I mean, I've been there a few times. Imagine working somewhere 15 years and then, and then coming back. back four years later. Pretty much. It's weird because there's a lot of people that are new. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are there that you probably like. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of people there that you probably don't. Correct. Or vice versa. Correct. I, that's correct, too. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I like walking back in time almost. I had I've been there before. I've uh, I've gone with Kevin Holden a few times, and I've been in the press box. So um, usually it's just Sunday. So there there isn't really anyone there. Yeah. So yesterday is a day game. Yeah. And the whole front office is there. Yeah, and you know them all. And I know the ones that are still there from when I was there. Yeah. And yeah. I, and it, look, Tim's been great. Look, I, I'm trying to figure. I've been trying to figure out all summer. Like, is Tim helping the show or hurting the show? You know, what do you think? Oh, you've been great for ratings, <laughs> just off of Brewers Way itself. <laughs> Everyone at that ballpark listens because of you. Anyone you want to say hi to today? Uh, hey, Mike, I was just gonna take your call. Notebook, Mike, call back. I was just gonna take oh, Notebook, did Mike's he hang call. Up? He did. Because I, I, I have a question for Notebook Mike. It's very pressing. He sounded, he had a little pep in his step when I talked to him. Yeah, Mike, if and you're he hearing he was going to sing you a song. Mike, I need, like, I, I actually need something to ask you. I'm trying to figure something out. He might be streaming, so give it, you know, a minute or two. Yeah. Well, I need to figure out what the situation is when I'm doing these shows for Zach Gelb. Because okay. I did a show, I did the show on Tuesday. Yeah. And when I'm doing this show... I can see, you know, the the phone rings, you pick it up, and then you do the call screening, and then I can see you type in. That's how it works. That's how I know who's on the phone, thanks to Tim. But when I do the show on CBS, I don't know. And apparently, there were a lot of people that were on hold, and they never told me. So I, I never found out about some of you guys that were on hold and... I can try and... But Notebook Mike got through! I, I can try here and see if I can mess with the phone. And since we now have caller ID, should I maybe call him back? Do you think we have star six nine? Should I try it? I'm gonna. Okay. This is great. Information about your last call. Telephone number. Uh-oh. One. No. Four. <laughs> one. Oh, God. Four. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want his number. <laughs> I didn't know it went over the air. The phone goes over the air now. I didn't know this. This is awesome. Uh, we have notebook mic on line two. Well, no, it's not going over the air. No, well, no. I think you have to. You have to pick it up and actually hit that far left button. 
But Notebook Mike is on the phone. Oh. He's on Notebook Mike on line two. Mike, sorry, I wanted I have something to ask you. Oh, I had to take a call from a nurse from the hospital. Oh, well then my my goodness, is every do you need to call me back? <laughs> they just want to know what it was like if you're happy or sad about being there. Oh, it was just you a know, survey? Yeah, survey, survey, yeah. Oh, are you, you okay? Know? Oh yeah. All right, can I had a I... really good day yesterday. Good. And then the next day I'm real sad. Oh. But then the next day I'm happy. Well, I was really happy yesterday. So I go to a friendly neighborhood, line friendly neighborhood, pick and save. Mm -hmm. And a guy tells me to F off right in front of his kid. Why? All I did was ask him, are are those chicken pieces or wings? You know, the deli? Yeah. Tells me to F off. The employee? No, the guy shopping. Why did he say that? Why? I don't know. So I see him in line, and I say, uh, uh, sorry, I was just asking you a common question. He's like, F off. What the hell? someone's having a bad day, right? Yeah. You never you never know the struggles somebody else is going through. Probably what is I ex. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe. You hey. know, I was looking at September. Sure. Another single game with San Francisco. That's a doubleheader. But, I mean, they hardly played them this year. Well, they were out there for four, and then they were supposed to play the first week of the season in Milwaukee, so they had to throw a random single game on earlier this summer. And then now the day that the NFL is back is they have a doubleheader there. There is a random, I'm looking at April, there was a random game at home against the Giants, too. That was it, yeah. So that was the yeah, one. Yeah. And they've got two coming up. Mike, i got to ask you something. Go ahead. All right, when you called the Zach Gelb show the other night. I always call. Yeah, how were you able to get on so quickly? You know, as soon as you say notebook, it carries some cachet. Yeah. So. Because the producer, Mike, the producer asked Mike. me, he goes, hey, Bart, I do you. I robot. Yeah, he goes, do you know a robot Mike? That's right, I put you on. And then I said, trying oh. to find out. I said, is it Notebook Mike? He goes, yeah, that sounds right. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, he says he's a close personal friend of yours. And I said, absolutely, I put didn't him on. Say that. That's what I he said. said. I listened to your show in Milwaukee. But then I have other guys. Uh, there was uh, a Nick who told me he was on hold for forty minutes. Matt told me he was on hold for an hour and a half, and they they never I don't told me. It. They never told me. They only told me about you and Rip. I don't believe an hour and a half. It's like a timer. So it's you got right time. in, and some of these other people waited. I was just kind of, I wanted to know the details on that. Well, notebook. I would, need I say more? Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, they have the little guy comes on. He says, on in 30 minutes. Yeah. And all his ticking. On in 25 minutes. Well, hey, Mike, I appreciate it. I'm glad you called in. It's it's nice to talk to you on that setting. And you did sound a lot more, like, awake in the evenings than you do here in the mornings. Well, yeah, I I had a few. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I I got a Bart for you. You got a Bart. He's your brother. Bart Adrian. Yeah, Bart Adrian we could put on if we're going to do a Bart day. It's only one I could think of. Yeah, longtime Fox 6 weather guy. 
But I wanted to call the afternoon show. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't really have nothing. Oh. But Trav calls up. You know Trav. I know Trav, yeah. My cousin Trav. Yep. He's like, boy, we've hit a lull in sports. There's just nothing going on. Are you serious? That's what he said. The Brewers have been more interesting these last two weeks than they've ever been in their history. Let's count it down. We got the Brewers. We got the Packers this weekend. Yeah. The only thing missing is maybe Black Hole Front with maybe U.S. Amateur or something. Yeah, we got a lot going on. Car racing. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. Yeah. No, I got. we got a lot going on. All right, Mike. Oh, I got to scrub it up. Oh, you have a song? Oh, yeah. Can I hear See, it? My song has more words than yours. Are you about to sing for me right now? I'm just going to give you the first four lines. Okay, go ahead. Now, this is set to Under the Bridge by the Peppers. Okay. Sometimes I feel like my car is dirty. Sometimes I feel like it needs a wash. At least I have scrub a Dove car wash. One a day for one low cost. And then I got like 20 more lines. Well, I like it. You can't rhyme the same word with the same word, though. Well, you got to say scrub it up in the rap. Yeah, but you rhymed song. wash with wash. You got to you gotta fix Didn't a different. I? Yeah. Let me see here. Yeah. You can. Sometimes I feel like it needs a wash. Yeah. What's the problem with that? Well, then your next line, you also said wash. Yeah. Oh, I get you. Yeah, at yeah. least save scrubbing. But uh, hey, I, I beggars shouldn't be choosers. I've been waiting for you to sing on my show for five years. Well, get your uh, guy Friday tomorrow, and give me some uh, under the bridge with no just the, the, the uh, what would you call it? Oh, that's the instrumental the music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I, I'm going to let you go. I hear you in the background. Okay. I, you... okay. I'll see you guys. All right. See you, buddy. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, that's Notebook Mike. Coming up, Paul Imig. We're going to go from Notebook Mike to Paul Imig. Mm-hmm. Only on this program will you find that. And do take Mike's advice. Scrubadub.biz. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Paul Immig momentarily for some mm-hmm, Let's get in Dustin and Racine before we go to Paul. Dustin, hey, buddy, what's up? Not much. I was listening to you talk about your Bart Days thing. Yeah, I was thinking, and, uh, let me just refresh. I was thinking about, yeah. I've always been thinking about having a Bart Day where I just interview Barts, and I brought it up today because... On the afternoon show, it's Bart Lundy, Panthers head coach at 3.30, and then uh, me at 4.30. So I've always been thinking about having a Bart day, and we we're kicking around some of ideas of, of what Bart's to have, Dustin. Yeah, well, Jim Realm, I think it was like 09 or something. He accidentally had uh, two Rexes on, like on a Monday and a Tuesday. He had like Rex Ryan and like Rex Chapman. And they, then he ended up having, like, Rex Grossman. He called it the Rex streak. Yeah, I remember so, that. And it, it was very compelling radio, actually. We tuned in every day for it. <laughs> so maybe instead of doing a Bart day, you do a Bart streak. I know, I know you, don't, you, you don't mind biting off content from other people. Who's saying? What? No. Come on. <laughs> so oh, because yeah, then and every day would be a mystery Bart, though, right? Every day. Yeah, instead of doing a whole day, do one every single day and see how many Barts you can get in a row. Ooh, like a Bard streak, a Rex streak. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, that's yeah. That's all I got. Thanks, Dustin. All right, buddy. Have a good one. <laughs> See ya. Don't mind biting off content from others. What are you talking about? All right. Paul Immig is not a Bart. Paul, uh, the afternoon show today has Bart Lundy, Panthers head coach, and Bart Winkler, okay. me. So it's a Bart, it's Bart Fest this afternoon. So I was thinking about... Loading up on a bunch of Barts one day. How many Barts are there, though? Well, we can think of Bart Adrian, former Fox 6 guy. We can think of uh, Bart Scott. We can think of Bart Oates was a center back in the 90s. Okay. The problem with some of these Barts is a lot of these guys are Bart, but they're not really Bart. Like, my name is Bart. B-A-R-T is on my birth certificate. I think Bart mm-hmm. Lundy's actually like a Jason or something, but then they get the nickname Bart or sometimes the last name's Bart. You know, it's it's not truly Bart's. How old were you when The Simpsons debuted? Uh, five. Okay. Yeah. So Is I that came... a good thing or a bad thing growing up with The Simpsons phenomenon and being named Bart? Uh, I would say that it was a fine thing. I didn't uh, – I mean, it was. it's the most – you know Bart Starr, Bart Starr, long live yeah. uh, R.I.P. I think what uh, what bothered me was, you know, like when I say my name and someone goes, "Are you related to Henry Winkler?" Oh yeah, that oh that makes sense. My last name is Winkler, and yeah. his last name is Winkler, and we're both human beings. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people would say, "Are you related to Bart Simpson?" Well, well one, yeah. you're not related by first names in this country. Two, he's someone that you have to draw on a piece of paper to exist. Yeah. 
So yeah. no, I I say no. I am not related to Bart Simpson. Henry Winkler would be the coolest dad, grandpa, uncle. Like he just never met the guy. He just seems amazingly awesome. Well, my parents ran into him in an airport once, and obviously they've got the great icebreaker to go up to him. Yeah. And so they took a picture with him, and then we inserted that picture of my parents into our Christmas card. So Henry Winkler was in one of our Christmas cards once. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, have you seen have you seen Barry, the show? I've seen maybe a season and a half of it. I, I liked it. I just we didn't finish it yet. Really? Oh, it's really good. I agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But life gets in the way, you know. There's been some casualties. Hey, yeah, I know. For a but, Simpsons reference, have you ever seen that video of the woman who voices Bart Simpson leaving the grocery store and like giving money to uh like donating money to like a I don't know, like a Boy Scout something or a Girl Scout something and she did it in the voice of Bart Simpson and then it took the kid a couple minutes to recognize like why is your voice Are you Bart Simpson? You know, have you ever seen that? Yeah, I have not seen that, but I would have her on for Bart Week. If I did do Bart Week, I would think that Nancy Cartwright could be on, and she could be Bart Simpson. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah, I think that would. I mean, if you could get, if that'd be a huge get. If you could do it, that would. You would need that for Bart Week. By the way, let me put this out there. I am looking for. I am looking to hire someone. You will get no payment, and I require your services for seventeen Mondays. I would like to talk to someone who sounds like Brett Favre and can do a Brett Favre impression. <laughs> so, let me put that out there. Uh, this would so be this a, position will be paid just as well as someone who may or may not host. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Yeah, you'll get Paul Emig money. Yep. Which, which is which is uh, almost the same as Tim Shea money. <laughs> very very close, dude. I went to the game with Tim Shea yesterday. Uh, really? Oh my god. This guy, everybody knows Tim Shea down there. It is quite the scene to see, man. Tim, if I can say, you went from, like, I think, I know you're a Brewers fan, as well as, of course, a former employee, mm-hmm. but you've been, you've, you've had some pretty negative Brewers comments in recent weeks. I know it's been a tough couple weeks in certain instances to be a fan, but I, I, I kept thinking, like, how well did the Tim Brewer's relationship end, or has Bart soiled his no. brain to the point now where he's just going to become this negative guy? Like, uh, no, no, no. Like it seems like he's becoming. No, no, no. The Brewers, the the me and Brewers relationship, it ended eh, a little. There's a lot of people there yesterday that really were excited to see Tim, and there were a lot of people yesterday that pretended like they didn't see Tim and mm-hmm. oh. uh, pretended to be on their phone. Or look the other way. Uh, probably only like three. Yeah. In that okay. way. Okay. So. One did say hi to me, which I was shocked. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was funny because I was in the media press dining area and everybody was there. That's where people go to eat. And so Tim saw everybody, man. Mm-hmm. It was Tim, Tim, that was your first time back in a... I... I had I had been there before a few times, um, okay. but it, those were on Sunday, so no one's there in the front office. Right. So yesterday yeah. was really the first time I was back where everybody was in there. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, and ever and so my, I, what I realized is I told Tim this last hour, 
are you a net positive or a net negative for my show? I'm trying to figure that out. Net positive for sure when it comes to the ratings uh, in uh, on American Family Field because everybody in that front office listens for Tim Shea. Okay. Yeah. Levering scolded him for giving away too many broadcast secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Well, that's great. That means he's listening, though. <laughs> All right. Let's play some mm-hmm-mm-mm. All right. Well, I was going to ask you if you wanted to start Brewers or Packers, but I think we should stick Brewers, seeing as that's what we're talking about. Here. Brewers, you know how this business works, Paul. Let's go. All right. The actual DraftKings odds of the Brewers making the World Series are 14 to 1. I'm going to say that there's a one hour moment in time where you are offered 20 to 1 for the Brewers to make, not win, just make the World Series. It's actually 14 to 1. You have one hour to decide if you want to take them up on a 20 to 1 offer. You would put 500 down. On 20 to 1 odds of the Brewers making the World Series. Mm hmm. Or mm mm. Mm mm. 500. God, what would I put down on 20 to 1 odds? I might put down 50 just for like the entertainment and enjoyment of it. Okay. 500. See, if I you're put getting, down... Well, you're getting a much better odds than the actual odds. So this is like a one-time moment. You're like, you got to put down the 500 or we can't offer you these 20 to 1 because the actual are 14 to 1. Let's see. So 500 bigger, times 20. So I can win 10 grand? Yeah. Mm. Just if they made the World Series. I did say I was in the Dunn Club two days ago. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, and then they won two in a row. Yeah, so maybe it won. was perfect. Yeah. yeah. See, they even the clubhouse listens. They're like, "Oh, if you lose Bart, you lost the neighborhood." So we gotta, we gotta figure this out. And they won two in a row. When Rowdy threw to uh, third yesterday, he wasn't thinking about getting. He was thinking about me. He's like, "I gotta shut that Bart guy up. I gotta, I gotta get this out here." That's yep. why I didn't go to the bag. Um, no, the the problem with five hundred is I can bet like fifty, and kind of uh, I can like dig it out of a side pot. If I go five hundred, I gotta look at the. Uh, joint account, <laughs> and uh, and I, I I I'm not okay. I can't do that, so I, I'm gonna say no. I would not bet. Uh, five hundred is too much either either way. So but you no. but you you would I mean like if you could put fifty down, you would take the twenty to one. So the twenty one is like a reasonable number. It's just the amount that I suggested that was too much. Yeah, I think that uh, you know if if the odds get bigger, absolutely because. It's something you're rooting for anyway. Yeah. But that is how Vegas kind of gets you. I still, the one thing, the one thing I remember about the movie, The Big Short, is that people lose money because they always bet on what they want to happen. Yeah, great movie. So you got to bet against what you don't want to happen or what people don't think will happen. And that's how those guys made out during the housing crisis. They don't want the housing market to collapse, but they knew it was going to, so... Why not make some money off of it? Yeah, bet against it. Like in sure. 2024, when there's a convention here, I'm going to uh, pick up shifts as a bartender because I might as well make money off these people. <laughs> do you think you'll do that? Like, like you'll Uber or you'll Lyft or you'll bartend or something? I think I might. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well played. People are always I like, oh, it's going to bring in $30 million to the economy. I don't get any of that scratch. 
get a slice of that. I, I, want, I want a slice. When there's money coming in, you know, Barty wants a little slice. Tim Shea, if you were to take your next 14 paychecks, $500, and <laughs> put it on the Brewers on 20 to 1 odds, you would do that. No. No way. Red flag. Red flag. Absolutely Red flag. not. Maybe 100. But not 500. Where are you coming up with 100 bucks? Well, I take my next uh, 13 paychecks for 100. (laughs) (laughs) No way. No way. They're not going. They're not. No. I don't. I don't have faith in this team to win the World Series. Do I have faith in them to make the playoffs? Sure. But to make, or sorry, to make the World Series? No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No, fair enough. So what would you have guessed the odds to be? Like, I don't know if you've looked it up in recent weeks, but like, what would you have assumed it to be? It is. It's actually fourteen to one. What I would. would you I would probably it? set around twenty or twenty-five to one. Okay. So it's. Are you surprised that it's so much more optimistic? Yeah, I am. Uh, and I keep seeing some of these odds, and the Brewers are not that low. And even when I'm looking at power rankings, which I don't ever do on purpose, but people love to tweet about them for some reason. I and they're still in the top ten and stuff. I. I don't know. I. Yeah. I don't know. That pitching staff, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because, I mean, if you get into a series and you can go Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, maybe back to Burns for game four, like it, that is hard to match. Like, I heard Tim Allen a little bit on your show, what, Tuesday, and that's, I mean, it, it's the easy thing to bring up. It's like, as much as you can be down on the team, in a playoff series, that's, you know, that's hard. Like, if, if you can put up three or four runs against in a single game against that trio of starters, like, that's not an easy feat. Um, but I'm also going to say mm-mm. we'll have a chorus on this one uh, in terms of agreeing. Uh, it's a bit – I might need a bit better to, to put that in because, well, it's been how many years since they were last in a World Series? I think we might all know the answer after this past weekend. Well, it's been 40, and we're going to be reminded of that on Saturday when the Cardinals celebrate the 1982 World Series in St. Louis. Are they Are they celebrating it with the Brewers in town? Yeah, everyone's coming back. Splendid. Okay. All right. Next question for you. So the Brewers have made the playoffs in seven of the last 14 years. These past 14 years, of which the Brewers have made the playoffs seven times, have been a successful 14-year run. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Uh, I'm going to say the answer to that is mm-hmm. Yeah. My definition of what is a successful season is was there progress? Progress is my big word when it comes to was there was it a successful season? So obviously you don't make the playoffs for 26 years. You made it in 08. You made it in 11. Uh, then you kind of had a new group of guys come in. There were some down years, of course, which Mark never wants again. You made the NLCS and you've been competitive. There's, you know, these. I get where their mindset's coming from. Is you know, if it breaks a different way, they could have. Been in a World Series in one of these years. Um, But with that being said, if they make the playoffs, if they have this successful model and make the playoffs seven times in the next 14 years and don't get into a World Series, then I will say that is not a success. Yep. Because now you need to continue to progress. And so while the last 14 years absolutely were a success, if this next 14 years is the last 14 years, then I will say... It is not a success. I think that sometimes 
you can't not not every team is playing with the same they're not all starting from the same position mm-hmm. you know the packers need to make the super bowl this year for the season to be a success absolutely but the lions don't the lions maybe even if they go 8 and 9 that's a successful season for them because of where they're at where they're coming from where the franchise has been I, so i just i sometimes you can't cuz the, the thing that bothers me is uh well, if you ask any other team, the if you could go to the if you could go to the NFC Championship four times in six years, they'd all take it. Well, yeah, any other team might, but not this team. We mm-hmm. have higher standards than that because of where we start. So, yes, the last fourteen years have been a rousing success, but if it's the next fourteen years, no. Look at you with nuance. Well done, sir. Ah, uh, yeah. Very that's good. Why, that's, very why, good. Tim- that's that's one of my. I can't follow that up. Well, that's one of the, I'm not going to say weaknesses about me in the show because it's not a weakness. It's a strength because I'm great. The weakness, <laughs> though, is that sometimes I am too smart for the average rum dumb that would <laughs> rather uh, listen to fart noises and beer belly jokes. Yeah, speaking of which, are you over, are you still like really bummed about this Chaco Taco thing because that was oh my goodness two days of sports talk. Well, anyone who was stupid enough not to realize that that was a marketing ploy is an idiot. No one was buying well, did- Chaco Tacos since 1998. They're like, geez, what are we gonna? How are we gonna? Let's just, let's just say it's gone away. No one's thought of us in 20 years, and then all these kids that are like desperate for the 90s because it's the last time they remember the world before like war. Uh, let's bring it back. Oh, okay. Like if they said Surge was going away, there's no Surge oh. anymore. Yeah. But then we'd be like, oh, what Surge? I love Surge. Surge would yeah. fly off the shelves again. You drink a lot of Surge back in the day? I did. I loved Surge. Yeah, I drink a lot of one Surge. One weird too, thing, but was... I got to tell you this. One weird thing at our middle school, junior high, ninth grade, we had ninth grade, junior high. Uh, and they would never do this today because it's not healthy. But before Surge, like, hit the shelves or something happened where Surge, there was a giant Surge truck outside. And huh. it was full of Surge, 20-ounce bottles. And they said, a quarter per bottle. Whoa. And so I bought, like, eight. I filled up my backpack. <laughs> but then my teacher, my math teacher, bought probably 500 bottles of Surge. Oh, my. For 125 bucks, and then would give them away as, like, treats. Oh, <laughs> so that would never happen today. What was this like a rogue surge truck driver? I need to learn more about this. The person school who had to... like a deal with Coca-Cola. What? Yeah, like a sponsorship deal. And part of the deal <laughs> was making these kids addicted to surge at a young age. Wow, that is the high school. The high school that I went to had had uh, sponsorship with Coca-Cola as well. But did they ever do something this crazy? No, not nothing like that. I mean, this is this is like nothing one like step short of yeah. doing a blood drive only with surge, <laughs> <laughs> right? For sure. Uh, and and on that note, Tim Shea, I can't follow a Bart upset. I I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so successful the, fourteen year yeah. runs. Yeah, it, ha- it has been because look what they did before and the twenty five years to get into the playoffs and yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. I'll echo it too. Mm-hmm. This has been a successful 14-year run because of where they were before. If the next 14 are the same, as Bart said, mm-mm. You have to do something more than make the playoffs 50% of the time because of where you are now. The bar has moved. Well said, Bart. Okay. Jackson Churio is the number two prospect in all of baseball. Well, we had a Jackson Churio-related topic not long ago. He had moved up the list uh, of the MLB pipeline, but Baseball America has him at number two in all of baseball. This is the highest a Brewers player has ever been. Uh, I had a list up here that I can share with you, but no one had gone higher than number five, which I believe was Ben Sheets. Ricky Weeks got up to five. Prince Fielder, I think, was up to ten. Ryan Braun, eight. Okay, Jackson Churio at number two in all of baseball as the top prospect is only 18 years old. He is on par with the likes of Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Julio Rodriguez at the same age. So it is fair to start believing, given that those guys all debuted at or around 20 or 21 years old, it's it's fair to start believing that Churio might be in the major leagues in a Brewers uniform in 2024 at the age of 20. It's fair to start believing that as a possibility, Mm mm-hmm or mm mm-mm. Gee, I thought you were going to ask me 2023. That felt a bit ambitious. So, you know what? Let's move it. 2023. Well, I'm going to say no to 2023. Okay, he's 20 years old. It's 2024. He's one of the starting outfielders on opening day of 2024. Uh, I don't know about opening day. Remember, uh, service time manipulation... No, 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 you got to believe. Opening day, starting outfielder Jackson Churio, 20 years old. I'm going to say, mm-mm, but what do I know? I just know that that's, I mean, that's incredible. This kid, where did they find him from? He was an international signing. Yeah, you know, they have been really investing in that and really doing a lot of work in that, which I think is smart. Don't they have a like an academy in the Dominican Republic? I think like just a yeah, strictly yeah. Brewers yep. academy. Yeah. It's smart. It's smart. Uh, Twenty twenty four. Uh, let's see. Service time twenty. Hmm. Now I can't. I'm gonna say mm-mm. Not on opening day. Too young. Okay. Well, the initial question was that he'll he'll be on the team in twenty twenty four. So I think you, at some you, point we mm-hmm. might. Yeah. I mean, if he. If he keeps progressing the way he is, and it's been done with these other guys, now it's not like Robin Young. I don't think Robin Young played a minor league game in his life. Came up at 19 or maybe two. Uh, but the other guys have done it young. So if he's ready, they'll bring him up. I'd say at some point in 2024, I can say, too. So, Tim, I'll ask you both parts. Jackson Churio, at age 20 in two years, will be on the Brewers in 2024. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. And then secondarily... He will be a starting outfielder on opening day in 2024 at age 20. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. For both of them, I'm going to go mm-hmm. Wow. Starting opening I'm gonna day say outfielder. Yes. I love it. They So this window is closing with this team right now. So you're going to have all these new young players come up. At that point, just throw them in there. And if he's tearing it up down in the, down in the minors, look at what he's doing in Appleton. It's just a continuation. He's going to probably continue this in double-A. They'll move him up to AAA next year, and then opening day, he will be in. He will be in the starting lineup opening day. I just think they're going to go young, starting in 2024, and just throw all your eggs in that basket. So, why not? Oh, I love it. 
If this I love it. You got to believe, yeah, right? By yeah, the way, yeah, he, he turned 18 in March of this year. He's not even 18 and a half yet. It is remarkable what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say mm-hmm for sure to the initial question about being on a, you know, being in the Brewers lineup in the year 2024, even though he's only age 20. Again, the names that he is comped with in terms of not just like projectable, but what his statistics at high A and A ball were with Soto and Julio Rodriguez and Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Ronald Acuna Jr. He is, he's actually had better performance than that group of guys at the same age, at the same level of minor league baseball. I, I, you know what, Tim? I don't know if you genuinely believe he'll be an opening day starting outfielder on 2024, but your optimism makes me excited to be optimistic also. So I'm, I'm going to change my answer to that one to, mm-hmm, why not? Let's do it. All right. Any other thoughts before we move into Packers? They, they sign all these. He plays He plays outfield, right? Yeah, he's an outfielder. Yeah, they sign all these outfielders to one-year contract. So, And more importantly, he, he's a center fielder. Now, I mean, can you, of course, switch to a corner? Sure, but he can play center. Well, where is he going to? You got Christian Yelich, and you got <laughs> Jonathan Davis. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> no. There's pl- Put it this way. There's plenty of room for him. <laughs> what about Jonathan Joe Gray, Davis? Joe Gray Jr.? Honestly, his biggest competition to probably start in center field in 2024 are his current, well, his current, not teammates in terms of the level of ball that they're at, but are Garrett Mitchell, center fielder, Sal Freelich, center fielder, Bryce Terang can play shortstop and center field. You know, so like his biggest competition, not in the majors, they're in AAA right now. Whatever happened to uh, Lucas Ersig? I think they're still trying to make him a pitcher, right? Joe Madden will find a way to get these guys in. Joe Dude, Madden. Brewer manager Joe Madden? <laughs> is, that our, is that our next mm-hmm, Joe Madden will be the Brewers manager in 2024? What are you saying? He's got he's no here's where you gotta be careful. Because Tim has actual intel. He's got sources. Yeah. Yeah, that just came out of my head. So Joe Madden. Yep. Give get I give, put him with the young guys. Yep. Can you play something right now? This is so mean, but I need to hear it. Can you play something over Me? there? Yeah. Yeah. Go to the uh, Bart Winkler folder, if you would. Okay. The Bart Winkler show? or uh, This is the Bart Winkler folder. Okay. There's a cut down there that says, Joe, the rebuild will take a long time. <laughs> Do you see it? I got to hear this. I miss Joe. You see the, the oh, cut? I know the exact... By the way, I know what you're about to play if you can find it. Oh, I love it. This is it like all in, starts with Lucas Ersig, right? This is like in 2018. Do you have it? Yeah, I just found it. Hold on here. Let me bring Radio it Joe. Here. This all is right. so mean. Yeah, not Joe Madden. Brewers Radio fans, Joe. to get their hopes up to think that this Brewers team should be... We should be talking World Series, or we should at least be talking postseason come 2020. I think this rebuild that David Stearns is putting together right now is going to take, at the minimum, five years. It's going to take a while. This could take five, six, seven, eight years because what I believe is the true talent of this organization is sitting in your farm system right now, and once they come up to the big leagues, it's going to take a couple years before you really know what they are in addition. So again, let's take take a prospect like Lucas Ersek, who I'm really high on, who I think could be a stud. Lucas Ersek was drafted last year. 
and accelerated between rookie ball and the Timber Rattlers. And now this year he's starting in high A in Carolina. If Lucas Urseg, who I believe could be up at the big leagues in the next three years, <laughs> he's going to have to hit right away in three years if you even want to talk about this. Lucas Urseg then is going to need at least two more years before we really know who he is. So we're talking about a five-year span just with that prospect and Lucas Urseg. Yeah, there you go, Radio Joe. Uh-huh. I miss you, buddy. Hey, I have another clip for you. Can I play one? I was going to try to come through the computer. Tell me if you can hear it, okay? Sure. I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional, and here I go. Oh, no. I am done. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> wow. Tim Shea. Tim, I'm sorry. Start calling, right. start calling you Bart Jr. Where is Ersig right now? Nashville. Yeah, I think as a pitcher, though. Like, I think exclusively a pitcher. Yeah. Or, is, or does he does he do both third base and pitch? I don't know. Yeah, I he think is he not, does He both. is not in the majors. He is not a stud. The rebuild has not commenced under his watch. Yeah. All right, what's next? Packers. All right, Brian Gudekinst. Yeah, I, 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 you know, you can read it as you want. He said they're in reference to Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. Brian Gudekinst said they're both doing well. Both have a shot to play early in the season. That was in reference to whether they might start the year on pup and therefore miss the first four games of the NFL regular season. I, I think it's fair to say that, like, I'm going to say for the sake of the question at least, Bakhtiari and Jenkins start the year on pup. Given that. You're worried about the first month of the season with this offensive line. You're worried about the offensive line's first month. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that – like, it, I don't think it'll be as bad as I'm going to worry that it's going to be. You know, because, like, guys like last year, like, Yash Nijman came in and we're like, oh, my God, and then he played fine. And I think that the, there's enough good coaching that – and I don't think these guys are, like, terrible they're not you know turnstiles but they're gonna need elton jenkins back I, i'm not i'm not counting on david bakhtiari coming back i'm not I'm at not, all no or when any game we get from david bakhtiari this year is a is a bonus surprise oh my i i don't i'm very worried that he's d-u-n very worried. he's on the, he's on the dunzo list he is in the dun club i'm on the dun club on david bakhtiari so you're a little bit worried about the offensive line, though, in the in the early going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because you're you're missing Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. It's huge, right? But the way that I'm looking at it is we're missing Elton Jenkins because that's who I expect to come back. Yeah. And I don't I don't I just I I can't if I'm starting to plan I can't plan on Bakhtiari. He might be there eventually, but I can't plan on him. I have, he's yeah. out of my plans. I hope wow. he comes back, but I can't. I can't plan on him. I'm very, very nervous about him ever coming back. Yeah, I'm nervous about him coming back, really good. Yeah, and being a yeah. really good player. Maybe that's it too. Yeah, he's not going to be as dynamic as he once was. I'm nervous with him coming back and getting hurt again, and then he's done, done. Oh yeah, every play that I, he's, I'm going to be scared out there, like it's my own son. You know, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have as much confidence in David Bakhtiari not getting hurt play to play as I would if my now three year old son was out there playing left tackle. Yeah, it was his birthday yesterday. 
By the way, I don't believe that to be true. I think you'd be far more worried about, about your kid, but I, I appreciate the I don't know. Hyperbole. I think my kid actually might do a better job because people weren't they're not gonna bulldoze a three year old kid. <laughs> He'd be good protection just because they would at least like walk around him yeah. politely. Although Endemic and Sue would kick him in the face. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Tim Shea, Ryan Gudikins making me not super optimistic about Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari not starting the year on pup, missing the first four games. Tim Shea, you're worried about the offensive line in this first month of the season. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. 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 Those are your two anchors. So you don't have both of them. Elton Jenkins was moving around last year, so I yeah I just I I don't have faith in the backups. Yeah, I'll 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 add to it as well. Mm-hmm. I think without Elton Jenkins, I'm not as pessimistic about David Bakhtiari playing at all as you are, Bart. But certainly, he will not be the guy he was as the reason you gave him the richest contract in offensive lineman history. Like that, that is almost impossible now that he's 30. Now that he's come back from multiple injuries serious injuries at that uh i'm gonna say mm-hmm to being worried about the offensive line in these first so you already have what is presumed to be one of the weakest if not weakest wide receiver depth charts in the league but you're gonna have a super banged up and not ready not healthy offensive line so rogers and aaron jones and aj Dillon, they're gonna be carrying a lot in that first month if not longer okay um you only get to keep – pretend this is like uh, there's like an expansion of the NFL, and each team is told you only get to keep one player on defense, and the rest are going into the free agency pool for the expansion draft. Oh, you my God. You only keep one. You get to keep one defensive player. You'd keep Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Oh, God. So he's the first name that came to my head, and the second one's Rashawn Gary. I'll, I'll tell you, those are my the first two that came to mind for me as well. This should be easy. I think I think Kenny Clark should be in that conversation too, maybe. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I just think Rashawn Gary's gonna be so good, but Jair's already so good. Yeah. Who play? Who plays a more important position? Did you see what Jair said yesterday? He I don't like know if I did. he like was trying out new cleats, and so Alan Lazard got a catch on him and Jair's like uh well the guy's got to get one catch at least in the first 15 days against me <laughs> so either Lazar really sucks or Jair's really good I guess it'd have to be Jair yeah and I I would take the swagger as a tiebreaker the swagger yeah his confidence his demeanor oh yeah 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 the fact that, yeah I, I hear you yeah so I'm gonna say yes but that's a, that's a very hard question Tim Shea. By yes, I, keep... by, by yes, I mean. Mm-hmm. There you go. Tim Shea, Packers are told you only get to keep one defensive player. The rest are going to a free agency pool for the upcoming pretend expansion draft. You would take, you would protect and keep Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. 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 He's the best corner in the league. Come on. Shouldn't be that hard to think about. I, I do think mm-hmm, as well that the answer is Jair I think it's really, really close, though. I think it is fair to call Jair the best corner in the league, whereas Rashawn Gary, for as good and, well, arguably great, and I mean, still becoming better, I think, as he is, he's the fifth, sixth, seventh best edge rusher, you know, and, and that's not a that's not a disservice to what he's done or what he can do, but that's just a really stacked position in the NFL. 
you know, if you could only if you could have like the best edge rusher or the best corner, I think you'd have the they're both really valuable positions. I think you would choose the best edge rusher over the best corner. But I think we're talking best corner, Jair, versus fifth-ish best edge rusher. So I will, by a very slight margin, also go, mm-hmm, with Jair. All right, last question. And this was one you gotta uh, that got to slide it the, in, my friend. There you go. That Into the, the question about uh, Alan Lazard and what you said with Jair. Romeo Dubs. I saw it pronounced Dubs. That's what the it's phonetics Dubs. Like. Ah, Packers okay. Media Guide says Dobbs. It does, though they've updated it because I think on draft night I saw Dubs. Anyway, yeah, Dobbs. We'll, we'll I'm going with Dobbs until they change it. Romeo Dobbs will lead the Packers in catches in at least six games this season. No. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, hold on, hold on. You, you were in, Romeo Dobbs will lead the Packers in catches in at least four games this season. I'd put it at maybe three. Okay. I'd go two. You, you got so a lot of who, Lazard, like, Jones, in, Watson, Dylan will have a game, Tunyon when he comes back. They're going to lead the team in catches for you think Tunyon or Dylan will have the most. I mean, they might have the most touchdowns or like red zone targets. Oh, there'll be an AJ but, Dylan game where he has eight grabs and we all freak out the next day. And Tunyon will too, even though he's only going to play half a season. I mean, the thing is, if it's not, if Dobbs is only like, let's say three, Dobbs leads the team in catches in three out of 17 games. You got to piece together the other 14. Fine. I'll give Dylan one. I'm hesitant, but I'll give Tunyon one. You still have 12 more games. You need a leading pass catcher. I think uh, it's harder than you think to get the 17. I think I would like you to table this question for next time. All right. I think my anxiety with getting towards the break is forcing me to have a quicker answer than I want. Let's let's keep it. It'll be it'll be very good, relevant, still a week from now. And also, I'm very excited about your last question. I didn't prepare anything for eight o'clock because I knew you'd come up with something that I liked. There you go. So I'm gonna do if there was an expansion team that started right now and they needed players ASAP, and the Packers could only protect five. Ooh. For the upcoming season, who would they protect? So five feels five feels easy. You want to make it tougher and say three, or is three even like is that too hard? Why don't you give me five? Text me five. I'll text you my five in order. Yeah, in order, one through five. Okay. All okay. right. All right. And we'll All talk right. about that coming up. Paul, thank you, buddy. Yep. See you guys. All right, Paul Limig. Wendy's, what's for breakfast hour? Coming to a close, but that doesn't mean that breakfast is. They're serving breakfast until 10 a.m. this morning. You got the hot honey chicken biscuit sandwich you got the breakfast baconator that you can devour you got those potato wedges perfect to put in your cup holder as you eat and drive to work get the frosty chino in one get the cup holder and then i've started putting my sandwich on a string and eating it (laughs) while driving more coming up next how powerful is cox internet Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.